Day three of the NFL draft is done, which means the entire NFL draft has concluded. The Pittsburgh Steelers have made all of their picks. I'm Chris Carter of the Locked On Steelers podcast. This is a sort of a update, a special episode, a bonus episode here on the weekend recapping day three. Now, if you want to see my initial thoughts on their picking of Kenny Pickett in, in the first round, uh, George Pickens in the second round, and DeMarvin Leal in the third round, all those videos are up on YouTube as well as the audio on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and wherever you get your podcasts. But we're here today to talk about the day three picks because these are often the picks that are sneaky and sometimes you get those 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 little ones that are gems the diamonds in the rough if you will so we're going to go over pick by pick four players selected by the pittsburgh steelers the first player one that i said was coming not the specific player but i told everyone for for a long time the steelers were going to draft two wide receivers in this class they got george pickens in the second they double dipped and got calvin austin the third of memphis in the fourth now calvin austin a burner now he's small at five foot eight he's tiny he's even smaller with 170 pounds but this guy ran a 432 in the 40 yard dash he put up back-to-back thousand yard seasons receiving at memphis in his final two years 19 touchdowns also stretching across those two years this guy is a burner he's a playmaker also shows shows a good job of hauling in tough catches looks like a guy who's really good he has really good ball skills this is a really good pick, in my in my opinion, for the fourth round. The Steelers needed to add a sixth guy to the wide receiver room. We know Deontay Johnson. We know Chase Claypool. We know they signed Miles Boykin. We know they drafted George Pickens, and now they have Cal- Calvin Austin. They still have Gunnar Ol- Olszewski, Anthony Miller, um, and Cody White. So they have they're going to have a nice competition for camp to see where guys fall on the depth chart. But Calvin Austin the third. I'll say this, because some people might be thinking, well, is he a one-trick pony? Because we, we've seen speedster guys like Dre Archer before. Let me tell you, let me tell you a little something. Calvin Austin, he makes people miss. He breaks tackles. He's a guy that if you give him a, a, a crease, he takes it for a touchdown or a big play. I think this is a really interesting pick, and I'm very intrigued to see how he works in a Matt Canada offense. Now, I know some people probably think, oh, yeah, the Jets sweep. Let me tell you, when he was – when, when, when Matt Canada was the offensive coordinator back at Pitt in, 26, in 2016, their offense was really talented, despite their quarterback being Nathan Peterman and 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 and, and they, them having to kind of be creative with it. But one thing that made it creative was they had a wide receiver, Quadri Henderson, who was quick, fast, and really tough to, to, to defend off the jet sweeps. That's where I see Calvin Austin playing in. The jet sweeps, a return man, and a pure burner that can line up not just in the slot, but outside as well. I like this this addition. And like I said, this puts the Steelers in a position where if Deontay Johnson doesn't become, you know, doesn't look to be the guy that they want to pay a big veteran contract to at the end of this next season and keep him around, they'll now have Pickens and Austin and Claypool on the roster as young receivers, and they can draft another guy next year. This all this was this seems like a smart move by the Steelers. They got a they got a taller guy who can who 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 is, has one of the more sure sets of hands in the draft class in Pickens. Now they get one of the faster guys in Austin. Really good diversity there. Now of course the Steelers didn't have a fifth round pick, so in the sixth round they went and got a guy. I did think, and I and if you listen to this show, if you watch this show a lot, I talked about the potential of, of getting him, and that was Connor Hayward, Cam Hayward's little brother the tight end slash fullback out of Michigan State. Now, some people might be thinking, what do you need a fullback for? Come on, you already got Derek Watt. Hear me out. And I and again, if 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 you know about Connor Hayward because you've heard me talk about him, 
just indulge me here. Stick with me. Connor Hayward isn't just a regular old fullback. He can line up as the third tight end. He's a physical guy. He shows good ball skills, makes really tough catches, hurdles defenders, trucks defenders, really good blocker, and really good on special teams. When you're in the sixth and seventh round, those are the type of guys you get. Bodies that can fill either multiple depth charts spots, guys who can help on special teams. And if they are great on special teams, awesome. If they develop to the main, to the main part of the roster, if they fill in on offense or defense, cool. Bonus points. But that's who Connor Hayward is. I really like this pick. Also, it's crazy enough, and I I, I tweeted out a, a picture of it. You can check it out on, at Carter Critiques. But it, it's, it now gives the Steelers four sets of brothers. You got the Watt brothers with TJ Watt and Derek Watt. You have the Hayward brothers now with Cam Hayward and Connor Hayward. You have the Edmonds brothers with Terrell with Terrell Edmonds and Trey Edmonds, the running back. And you also have the, the Davis brothers. Maybe many people forget them. I even forgot them initially. Uh, Carlos Davis, who was a seventh round draft pick and Khalil Davis, who was his twin brother, who wasn't drafted by the Steelers, but was signed um, in the, in the middle of the past season. So that's four sets of brothers on the same team crazy uh, situation you got there. But bottom line, Connor Hayward, it's not just the, the brother factor. It's the attitude. It's the build. It's the, the versatility that they can use him. If he makes the roster, he's a guy that you plug in, that you can plug in at, at maybe a fullback spot and maybe the third tight end spot and maybe the special teams, a, a special teamer that that's a useful tool any day of the week. Now the seventh round picks also interesting. One guy who's going to help on special teams and a fourth quarterback. Who were they? We'll talk about it in just a second right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast. Back here on the Locked On Steelers podcast, I'm your host, Chris Carter. We're continuing our brief rundown of the day three picks. You had uh, Chris Olatakun and Mark Robinson as your two seventh round picks. Now, Mark Robinson, linebacker out of Ole Miss, a pure special teams pick here. This guy's this guy isn't long. He's not really fast. Uh, ran a very average like force in the uh, forty yard dash in the four sevens. He's only five eleven. Um, so he's not going to be. He's he's not a guy that I expect to contribute much to the linebacker equation. He did run a good four point two eight shuttle twenty yard shuttle that would would have ranked second among linebackers. Actually, would have matched Chad Muma. So that's pretty good. It shows he has agility. But this is a guy who, when you look at him, and I, I looked up his tape, it's like okay, he's just a special teams ace or a potential special teams ace. He's kind of like the Tyler Matikavich type of pick, faster than Tyler Matikavich, but a guy that you add, say hey. Go be good on special teams. If you are, we'll give you a shot at something else. So at best, uh, at, at best, he's he's your special teams guy that makes the roster that way. At worst, you spend a seventh round pick on a potential guy like that. The other seventh round pick is kind of interesting here. Chris Alotikin, the quarterback out of South Dakota State, six foot one, runs a 4.71 40 yard dash, made some impressive throws. Um, he bounced around college football for a bit. I like the idea of this because here's my overall strategy. Now, remember, seventh round picks. Once you get past really the fourth round, these are these are guys that you're saying, okay, maybe they can help us with these with this thing over here, that thing over there. Chris Olatikin is a guy who they're probably looking at and they say, hey, Kevin Colbert said all along, we're taking four arms to training camp. That's what the Steelers said they were going to do. You know, you got Mason Roth. You know, you've got. Um, you know, you know, you've got Mitch Trubisky, who you signed in free agency. You draft Kenny Pickett. 
and now you draft Chris Alotikin. So they are your four camp arms. So that's what you want to do. That's what you want to have going into camp. So there's everything going on. I think a lot of people that are saying, oh, Mason Rudolph, he's gone. Uh, no, he's not. The Steelers, don't, people seem to forget that just a couple years ago, 2019, so three years ago, the Steelers lost two quarterbacks to injury and traded one away before that all that happened. And they were down to Devlin Hodges, a fourth-string undrafted rookie at quarterback. They don't want to be in that position again. They're not trading away Mason Rudolph. They're going to let those guys come into camp, see what they got, and play that out. But Chris Alonikin, I the way I see this playing out, this is a guy who's going to be on, be come into training camp, be given a little bit of shot, play a little bit in preseason. He'll be cut at the end of, at the end of camp, and then signed back to the practice squad. And then he's going to be your practice squad guy, who plays as the mobile quarterback on scout teams. That's what I can see him being. Now he's not extremely athletic. He's not like you know, he's not like Lamar Jackson. He's not like what they did with Ray Ray McLeod because Raymond McLeod was that a little bit last year when they were getting ready to play Lamar Jackson. But this guy did run a four seven one, not bad for a quarterback. I think that he's a guy that they're like, hey, he can at least give us some looks there. And at worst, he's your practice squad arm or just the camp arm that didn't work out one year. But again, seventh round picks, not that much, not not that not that painful of a spend for such a player. But uh, all in all, this concludes the Steelers NFL draft. Again, if uh, if you missed all our other coverage of it, we had Kenny. We, we talked about Kenny Pickett being the first round pick. I like I like the idea of Kenny as an as an accurate passer, as a processor of the field. Those are the two parts I think that he was the best of this draft class. If that's what you wanted to get, he has great leadership skills. Great, he's great in the locker room. Um, the biggest thing that you question is does he have that a at a one arm strength? to get the ball where you need to get it all the time. I think he's really good from up to about 35 yards. Once you get start getting past that, the, his ball starts to hang a little bit. But we'll see how that plays out in the Matt Canada offense. George Pickens, love this pick at wide receiver. Second round pick, solid, good size, good, great ball skills, good route running. Overall, could become your wide receiver one in a, in a few years. Really can see that playing out well for them. DeMarvin Leal, defensive lineman at Texas A&M, a tweener, not, not truly a defensive tackle, not truly a defensive end, but they'll try to find a place for a guy who's quick, nimble, quick off the ball, and quick to counter uh, pa you know, uh, pass, pass protectors and offensive tackles who try to throw aggressive punches at him. Um, then you go again to the fourth round, Calvin Austin, the third, your your speedster, your burner, giving you a, your fourth wide receiver that's going to be young and on the roster. You get Connor Hayward as a third tight end slash fullback slash special teamer. Mark Robinson as a potential special teams linebacker and Chris Alotikin as your fourth quarterback arm in training camp, as well as a guy, like the, a guy that may be your mobile quarterback in practices during practice squad uh, during the season. So all in all, an interesting haul for the Pittsburgh Steelers, to say the least. We're breaking more of this down for our full episode of the Locked On Steelers podcast when we are back on Monday. Breaking things down, remember, you can check us out on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Odyssey, and YouTube. We, we are a daily Monday to Friday show, breaking things down every day during the week. Then we also do bonus episodes like this one breaking down things when they happen. The NFL draft is over. What did you think? Let me know at Carter Critiques on Twitter and Instagram. Let me know in the YouTube comment section. What do you think of the picks? Who was your favorite pick of the NFL draft? Was it Kenny Pickett? Was it, was it a day three guy? Was it a day two guy? Let me know. We'll talk about it all week long. We got a lot of things to cover with the Pittsburgh Steelers and different guests to come on and give their opinions on how they drafted this year. But either way, I think it's going to be an exciting year to see a new step for the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially on offense, with all the additions they made there. We're breaking it all down and more right here on the Locked On Steelers podcast.